The Mix Room with Genelec. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm speaking to Adam Blackstone. He's a multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, producer and bassist. He's currently the musical director for Nicki Minaj and Justin Timberlake and has worked with a bunch of A-list artists over the years. Uh, Adam, welcome to the show, man. How are you? Well, good to see you. Thank you for having me. Good to talk to you. And um, yeah, man, looking forward to this. I appreciate the support and 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 uh, the conversation. Yeah, all good, man. It's um, it's a pleasure to be uh, to be connecting with you today. Um, I know we uh, off the call just a minute ago. We we mentioned we we caught up a couple of years. I think it was a couple of years ago now. It was a, it was a little while ago. Um, yes. About you know everything you were up to musically. So it's nice to be it's nice to be chatting. Um, a little, a little bit yeah, down the line. It, yeah. See it, see it through. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, how are things where you are, man? How, what are you up to, and um, and where are you joining us from today? Yeah, I'm in Los Angeles, California, right now, and um, working on a few different things. Uh, just finished tour prep for Alicia Keys World Tour. Okay, nice. Um, also, I'm preparing for um, BET Awards mm-hmm. out here. Um, I'm going to do UEFA. Oh, nice. Looking forward to that. Uh, I think soccer is a big a big deal where you where you from? Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. What are you what um, are you doing for UEFA if you don't mind me asking? What's the deal there? Yeah, I was able to be the co-musical director for the halftime show with Camila Cabello. Oh, cool. Nice. Yep, yep. So she's going to she's going to kill a man set that on fire. <laughs> awesome, man. No, that sounds cool. That sounds cool. Is that, um, I mean, we'll talk about, because obviously you, I know you're involved in the Super Bowl as well, the halftime show, uh, which was which was huge, um, obviously. Um, is that, was that something that you, you've always kind of been involved with? When did you get the call up for, for that gig? Um, for this year's Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean, did you do, is it is it this year's Super Bowl that you're doing? Did you, was you yeah, involved yeah, yeah. in the so, last one as so well? I, so I did 20. So this is actually my fourth Super Bowl. Oh, amazing. Um, and so this 2022 was very special to me because we were able to highlight hip hop as the first ever announced, you know, main, main, main liner, main stage um, headliner uh, for the Super Bowl. So it being in L.A., man, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg was super, super, super um, big for the culture big for the big for the city mm. and i was totally blessed to be a part of that yeah it was special it was a it was a really good show um i mean i was you know I, obviously it's it's late here when the uh when the super bowl is going on it's like middle of the night in the in the uk but you know we all stay up for it and uh it's usually worth it so yeah man it must be it must be a cool one to work on yeah that was really cool man i think one of the biggest challenges were trying to fit those five artists all into 14 minutes and to give everybody a little bit of, uh, you know, not to disappoint the fan, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, yeah. um, it definitely didn't disappoint. Um, also you, you worked on the Oscars as well. Was that the last, yeah. so was that the last show you're going to be doing? You're going to be doing the next one. Um, I'm not, you know, I, I, I take I take one gig at a time, man, one year at a time. So there's no guarantee that I'm even um, going to be asked to sure. do the next Super Bowl or the next Oscars or whatever. So I try to live in the moment and really be excited about 
um, what it is. So this year's Oscars was huge for me. I remember getting that call around Christmas time and that's one of those calls where I just kind of say, oh, yeah, 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 I'm down. Cool. And then not really know what that means at the end. <laughs> um, not sure what you're letting yourself so, in for. Yeah. Yeah. This was one of the most challenging shows and, and events I've ever been a part of really? because it, it deals with all facets of music, all genres, every idiom of from writing music, from scoring to overseeing an orchestra to playing a little bit of jazz live to mm. making some things be pop, you know, f- from bringing forth the world's most popular movie songs to the, f- to the, to the foreground. So it's like, it deals with everything. And so, um, you know, yeah, man, that was a, a task, but I think that we did a great job this year's Oscars. The ratings were crazy. Mm. Uh, music played a huge part of that, that as well. So I'm thankful about that. Yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> How does it compare working on something like the Super Bowl to then working on the Oscars? Obviously, like vastly different, like you say, with something like the Oscars, it's kind of you're using every kind of facet of of your musical knowledge. Um, But how was it quite easy for you to apply that? Like, is it, you know, you said it was quite challenging, right? Oh, the the preparation for me is very similar, man. I go into everything with the spirit of excellence, with the spirit of trying to bring the artists vision to light and um you know oscars i not only did i have to deal with you know five artists because you know their songs were nominated so you know reba mcintyre billy eilish and beyonce and mm-hmm. uh, sebastian and um you know a couple of those other songs and canto we don't talk about Bruno, stuff like that, but I also have the orchestra <laughs> element, which plays the underscore for the night. Okay. You know what I mean? For, yeah, yeah. for the, for the orchestra. And then we added one more additional, two more additional segments, which was a DJ was involved. And so I helped curate that playlist okay. as well. And nice. then we had this all-star band, which was myself, Robert Glasper, um, Travis Barker and Sheila E. Uh, and did a whole act segment of underscore as well. Incredible. So um, I go into it very much similar and just trying to curate the playlist, set list. Um, the only difference is, you know, with the Super Bowl, we're at a time constraint to make sure we get everything in and out and to execute as properly as we can sure. with the allotted time that we have. With the Oscars, it's kind of like an unlimited plethora of throwing things at the wall and see what sticks because, you know, it's a live show that has many, <laughs> many ups and downs. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And never know what's, uh, what's going to go on. You never see. know what's going <laughs> to, what's going to, what's going to happen on that stage. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, no, that's cool, man. That's, that's cool. Um, if I go back a little bit, um, Adam, cause obviously you've been, you've been doing this a while, man. I know you first fell in love with music at church um how do you feel like that kind of translated to you uh becoming a session musician and how that kind of whole musical experience has like provided a bit of a context for you you know for for now yeah i think you know church for me has been um the catalyst to to really just have the soul and the passion and and the the um 
you know, the drive to keep going. You know what I mean? Music is an emotional language. You know what I mean? It's a universal language, but, you know, you can play one church teaches you, you can play a chord. You can play a chord or you can play in one note or you can play a color or you can play a sound and that drives people's emotions. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I try to take that same premise. I've tried to do that, whether I'm playing country, soul music, hip hop or whatever. It's it's a feeling. It's a feeling you get of happiness. It's a feeling you get of sadness. It's a feeling you get of, you know, laughter. It's a feeling you get of drama. So um, church has helped shape all of those emotions for me through music. And I've tried to just extend that out to the world. And also, you know, people don't know this, but I also was, and, and, and also currently still heavy into jazz. So like yes. they also play, you know, the improvisational, um, aspect of church and jazz has helped me deal as a musical director with many different artists and be prepared yeah. for, any situation you know what i'm saying uh-huh. that's something that you can't prepare for church that when the spirit moves and in jazz that's something that you can't prepare for when there's a solo and you you know they take it out or something like that yeah, so yeah. Uh, 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 you know take it out quarterly or structurally so that improvisation you know has helped me bring it into the pop and um idiom yes and yes allows me to even speak a language verbally to the artist that we will be prepared for anything you know yeah for sure man yeah it makes makes complete sense and, and what do you prefer i mean i know you, you obviously you know you, you you like to get involved very heavily involved with all aspects of of a production um but for, for you personally adam like where does where does the real kind of excitement lie for you is it in the actual playing uh, playing live, playing playing a gig, you know, or or actually kind of take, taking a bit of a backseat and and being like the musical director for for some of these big big acts. You know, I still have the passion and love playing. I really do. But I will say, as my career have has grown grown, and I've not played every situation that I was the MD for. Mm-hmm. A lot of the excitement comes from seeing the reaction on people's faces during and after the moment. Yes. Um, And so that has always been a big deal to me, whether I was at a little club or whether I was at a big stadium. It's like seeing people's reactions to uh, my music and to the arrangements and to what the, the process that we put forth in preparation with rehearsals and stuff like that, seeing it all come to fruition and giving people a great concert moment, man, that that's, that's where my true, um, you know, joy lies mm-hmm. after and during the moment. And other than uh, like the live stuff that you've been, that you've been busy with recently, do you, do you spend a lot of time in the studio? Like what other little projects have you got going on? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I'm getting back heavy in the studio and writing and producing. I've been writing um, some TV theme songs oh, and nice. as well as, you know, really trying to hone in on my jazz big band record. And well, which I hope will be coming out this year and would love your and everybody else's support on Absolutely, that as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, what's what? Can you like? I don't know. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't tell us uh, some stuff about that. Is there any any kind of like tease teasing information you can like provide about <sighs> that? Is it is it is it like like you say? A, a, it's a big band kind of jazz record, right? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, man. 
Yeah, man, I, I, I got inspired a long, long time ago um, with jazz and, and, and Count Basie and Maynard Ferguson orchestras. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, man, to now, uh, this Grammys that I just did with Nas, I was able to put this incredible big band together of musicians. We played hip hop, but it felt very nostalgic. Uh-huh. It felt like some Harlem Renaissance, black excellence type of stuff. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I really was like, this is the moment and the time to do the style of music that, you know, one of the styles of music that has helped shape me. And I yeah. feel like, you know, I don't want to say it's missing because because no music is missing. There's there's music all over the world. But, you know, from me coming from a pop element, you know what I mean? It's not a lot of big band yeah, that is yeah. brought to the forefront. Um, <clears throat> my brother, Christian McBride, just won an incredible Grammy last year for best big band. And, you know, that Philly tradition, I'm going to do my best to even try to continue that and push that forward. Yeah, for sure, man. And I love that you you can bring that your experience of, of the big band and, and bring it to pop acts. Um, and like you say, uh, you know, genres that wouldn't necessarily have that kind of production value behind it. Um, yeah. Just I make try it to big, mesh you know? all yeah. worlds for sure. I try to mesh all worlds and, and just make it cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's, there's something, you know, like I said, super nostalgic about, you know, where our style of music comes from as a culture. Yeah. And, um, you know, fusing both worlds with the R&B, hip hop, pop side with jazz has always been a um, has always been very intriguing to me. So I'm going to hopefully try to do that with my record. Yeah, nice, man. Well, we look forward to that. That's uh, something to uh, to be excited about for sure. Um, Now, obviously, talking about being in the studio and production and stuff, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the gear that you use. Um, The last time we spoke. Uh, we're talking a bit about your in-ear monitors, obviously, you know, when you're doing a gig. Um, and off the call a moment ago, we spoke about uh, in the studio using uh, studio monitors. And I know you're a, you're a Genelec user. Um, yeah, ha- Genelecs have been around and, and, you know, continue to be around, especially, you know, like the 1030As, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like those are some of the, you know, industry standards and, you know, using a near field helps for me to, you know, do on-site mixing as well as referencing what I feel like, you know, a television speaker uh, yes. can possibly translate as well. So, you know, Genelex have been a big, a big part of that. I'm, I'm looking to try to get into some, you know, some, some 1032 classic type mm. joints. And mm. then I see they got these new, these new active, you know, Smart, active, active joints. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, man. So look, look, looking to see what that does, man. I'm, 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 I mix everything myself first. Uh, me and my programmers, not, not me solely, but I'm saying before it goes to broadcast, we we spend a great deal of time diving into the mix. So a, a speaker is a big, big deal. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, you want something that's that's going to just be the best translation of your mix to the stage exactly. or wherever it's exactly. going to be played right how long how long have you been using them adam out of curiosity your, your current your current ones yeah i mean you know i they're on our rider so it's like wherever i show oh, yeah. up you know okay. what i mean I, I like to have a pair of them there you know real talk so um they've probably been on my rider for the last you know 
at least six to seven years. Yeah, yeah. And the near fields, I mean, they give you just, they're just, I mean, uh, for like you say, um, they can just, they're quite nice and portable as well. You can take them around and you can just, yeah, I guess. Take, yeah, yeah, you take them around, you're able to, you know, especially once you dive into what the characteristics are in that speaker, you know, at any at any room or whatever, you're able to hear the same thing. So that that helps as well, you know. Have you uh have you had a play around with the like the calibration software or anything like that? The GLM? I have um, not. I actually have not. Yeah. It's uh it's pretty cool. I mean it's I am not sure if it's something you'd be kind of interested in doing, like in your own room, like just to, you know, get everything sweet, uh sweet spot. I'm sure you've you've calibrated it already at some point. But um yeah, man, it's uh it's interesting. Um all right, cool. I mean you've I'm looking at some of the some of the acts that you've that you've played with and and worked with over the years, Adam, Jay Z, Kanye West, uh, Eminem, Janet Jackson, Dr. Dre, yeah. Jonas Brothers. Like the list goes on, man. Like it's um, it's quite incredible. Have you got? I mean, it's a bit of a loaded question, and uh, I do, <laughs> do, do apologise in advance. But um, is there any like favourite, you know, favourite acts that you've worked with over the years? Not to be not to be biased, obviously, but or any particularly memorable moments for you? Um, yeah, I think, you know, not every, every artist that I work with is my favorite. I got to be honest yeah, with you. Sure. I've, I've, I'm so thankful to have had music be a part of my journey and to pay my bills and, and to have me go and see the world. So I'm super thankful for every artist that I've been able to work with. Some of my most memorable times definitely would be Jay-Z's Fade to Black concert, okay. 2003. Awesome. Man. Uh, that was kind of like my big break. Um mm-hmm. Uh, also rocking with the roots on any gig, you know, um, Dave Chappelle's Black Party, yeah, yeah, you know, stuff like that, where it's like really showed me that this was a career that could really happen um, and be, you know, a blessing and lucrative at the same time. Um, and then I've I'm, I'm, I'm been trying to be more in the moment because there have been things that I've done that I didn't realize was as impactful as they were. So like Kanye's going to dark tour, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I hear yeah. a lot of the kids say, it's big. you know, the, the Travis Scott's and the kid Cuddies and the, you know, future and stuff like that. Like how influential, you know, that time was for them. Um, same thing with me with Justin Timberlake and, you know, the 2020 experience um, looking at things like that. And, uh, even for me working with Rascal Flatts, yes, yeah. um, you know, just kind of like realizing their genius and their 20 year career and how, you know, much of gospel was an influence to them and how much of they were an influence to R&B as well. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So um, it, the list goes on and on, man. Working with Alicia Keys, Rihanna, you know, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, you know, Janet Jackson, it, it, the list goes on and on. Me doing Super Bowl with Shakira and J-Lo, you know, to, yeah, to nice. be a part of those two iconic Latina women, you know, was, was huge for me as well. And, you know, really showed me after the fact how much Latin music has an effect on the world, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So just little, you know, little moments that I try to soak up, which are bigger moments for everybody else that I try to stay, sure. you know, humble and make sure, you know, that I'm, I'm doing my best as, because I'm still at work, 
But then it's like after it's over, I'm like, man, that was just take it. That was pretty great. Yeah. 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 Only after the fact. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, you know, every single, you know, BET awards that I've done, I've been super proud of every single, um, um, you know, Super Bowl that I've done any, anything like it's just, it's just such a, such a blessing, man, to do what I do. Yeah. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. And uh, I mean, this is a, a slightly, uh, I, I mean, it's taking a step back from the kind of music itself, just a sort of general observation. You know, you've you've been doing this for, for, for quite a while now and you must have seen some changes uh, in the in the music industry generally. Um, have you got any kind of general thoughts on how you've seen the industry change like since you since you started doing music? Oh, man. Yeah, it's changed so much, man. One of the biggest things you know, that has encouraged me is the kids just putting out music, just put it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there used to have to be a rollout plan. And I used to um, think about how like Puff Daddy used to have the uh, street team and stuff like that mm-hmm. and putting up posters and there was no social media and and all of that. It's like now, you know, you're your own marketing tool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, people's attention span is a little shorter, but that occur- that allows the kids to just continue to put new music out all the time. And so I'm very encouraged by that. That's a big, big change from when I was growing up. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you had to play on the radio. It seemed like you had to play on the radio. You had to get spins to even make noise. Nowadays, it's like a song can go viral with just the chorus. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I remember songs like Meg the Stallion, like Savage and even, you know, Doja Cat and stuff like that. I got mm-hmm. here. I would hear just a chorus of their songs on Instagram or TikTok and be like, oh, this is huge. Yeah. And it's like 16 bars of a record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So it's like, you know, the, the tools to get the music out are so different these days and and. Uh, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of the younger generation for sure. I'm inspired by them as well, which is allowing me to, you know, get over some of my fears and and do my own record and just just put it out just because, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you working with uh, some of the kind of more up and coming artists, Adam? Because obviously you've worked with like some of the some of the huge names, but are you working with like some more local artists, like a, a kind of you know like grassroots guys, guys and girls coming up? Yeah, well, I'm doing a couple of even different shows, man, of, of like highlighting new talent. I have a show on Apple coming out called My Kind of Country, oh, nice. which is taking, um, you know, amateur country artists from all over the world and bringing them to Nashville. Um, you know, I'm also always in the process of listening to new demos and looking for new music. Mm-hmm. And like I said, specifically doing a show like the BET Awards every year allows me to stay relevant to stay current up on who is the new next big 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 thing yeah. you know what i'm saying so i've been seeing people like corday money long yeah um you know summer walker lma like you know just being able to work with a lot of these up-and-coming greats uh, has been cool for me as well yeah like great. i said that that generation inspires me just as much as sometimes they say i inspired them yes yeah uh, that's cool man that's good stuff are you uh what have you got planned for the rest of the year man obviously the records come in um like you mentioned yes um, the record coming what's uh what's um, on the agenda but I also know, uh, season yeah. two of that's my jam 
Okay. Um, okay. It's coming. And then I hope this is a, a known thing, but like we're doing That's My Jam for BBC for London. Oh, incredible. Nice. Yeah, man. Okay. And uh, um, that'd be cool. That, yeah. that should be really, really cool, man, with, my, with, with um, a whole London cast. And um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, rocking. I'm sorry. I, I was reading something. I'm rocking with my brother Mo Gilligan. Yeah, <laughs> great. You know Mo? Yeah, man, big fan of Mo. Big fan of Mo. Yeah, Mo is Mo is the homie, man. We're doing some things together um, coming up, and um, just really excited for that this summer. Um, and then you know, very much also. It's not talked about enough, but looking forward to celebrating Eminem and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who are now inducted into this year's Rock and Roll Hall yes. of Fame. Their music has inspired me. I'm hoping to be a part of whatever that musical tribute is in October. So incredible. Looking forward to that, man. Um, yeah, lots yeah of forward to. a bunch of tours coming up. Alicia Keys is going on tour. Um. You know, working with Normani recently. Nice. Um, yeah. You know, a couple, a couple different things, man. It should be really, really cool. Yeah, lots going on, man. It sounds, uh, sounds like it's going to be another busy year for you. It don't stop. It don't stop. Nope. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. It's, uh, it's good to hear that. You know, it's just uh, things are ticking over, and uh, and uh, you've got lots to to keep yourself busy. That's great. Um, yeah, man, it's been a real, it's been a real pleasure catching up, and uh, I think that's a nice, a nice place for us to leave it, Adam. So, uh, thank you so much for your time, man. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, brother. I appreciate your support always, and um, you know, God bless. Yeah, take care, man, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully catch up very soon. All right, cool. Cheers, bro. Take care. Peace. Bye, bye. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.